This is the Greenhouse Podcast. We share thoughts and practical tips on career and life so you can grow. And I'm your host, Steve Perkins. And today I have a special fun guest in the studio with me. Actually, he's always in the studio with me, but he never gets the mic in his face. Joe Wise, our podcast producer. With the mic in my face. The mic in your face. How does it feel to have a mic right in your face? I mean, great. (laughs) So much power. I don't know what to do with it. Well, today we're talking about part one of a two-part series on how do you kind of capture your ideas and inspiration in the moment Mm -hmm. so you can consistently have it when you need it. You know, like what's the process of creativity that allows you to produce stuff when you need to produce? Yeah. This is fun. It's, it, we kind of realized in the moment, like, let's just turn the mic to to have you on because we're going to talk about creativity and the process of creativity, which is a huge part of your life. But okay, first of all, first things first, you have really long hair right now, and I'm just sitting here very curious, <laughs> like, what is your hair a- end game? Yeah. Okay. So this is too much context, but I have been growing <laughs> it out for like the last two years. So it's been growing out. You a lot. really took the question. Well, you're I, like, yes, I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about it a lot. Oh. I, uh, I don't like admitting that, but I have, I, I just shaved like the bottom part of it. So it's long when it's down, it looks normal. I can pick it up. It's kind of clean, but I really like big changes. And so I keep thinking I'm going to like shave it off. I might like shave half of it, like yeah. have like a long mohawk top. <laughs> Who really knows? All that to say is like, next time I see you, I could be bald or the same or like half bald. I might even like dread <laughs> it. We'll see. And you wouldn't really give us any prompting. You like, you wouldn't give us any know. heads up either. As for as much as I've been thinking about it, I really don't know what I'm going to do with it because it's, it's going to be an impulse thing for sure. I think you're right. Anyone who's into the Enneagram out there, you're listening to two sevens here today. So buckle up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, but it is funny. I've been thinking about how COVID has made work life so weird because we work together almost on a daily basis, yeah. but we don't see each other rarely it's ever It's really like now. once a month. Yeah. That. yeah, for sure. Isn't that crazy? It is weird. Because I, I was thinking our team should get together as a whole team, which I mean, you know, because you're one of them, like our team is made up of people who have a lot, uh, a number of people who have their mm-hmm. own businesses and other gigs going on too. But so our whole team, our kind of extended family team, we don't see each other. Some of the people have never really even met each other. Yeah. And I, I just got thinking, whoa, that would be a pretty trippy experience if we got together and did something. <laughs> no, for sure. It's also really weird. I think we've talked about this, but because I listen to your voice a lot like, yeah. when I'm editing, I'm like, oh, I've been around Steve and like talking to him and I like, see you for the first time. You're like, how have you been? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we've been keeping up. You're, you're, I'm in your dreams. And, <laughs> and then you, when we see each other, you're like, yeah, what about that time we were mountain biking last week? I'm like, mountain biking? Yeah, yeah. We went out to Colorado. You don't remember <laughs> that? You don't remember that? Oh, man. Okay, so today... I want to talk about kind of the process for how do you capture ideas and content? How do you consistently stay inspired or have ideas? Because I mm-hmm. get this question a lot and I realized I should probably talk about this Yeah, because I've started kind of teaching people my process uh, often. All, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think a week goes by that I'm not teaching someone my process. Not that it's the best one, but it's something I've developed over time. And a lot of people who have to create things in their work don't have any kind of systems for it. And so you end up just relying on, I mean, you know, the feeling you, Mm -hmm. you find yourself relying on inspiration and hoping that, okay, I'm going to like get in the studio or the metaphorical like recording studio and have no ideas. Yeah. I I hope I have inspiration. I hope it all just like hits Mm -hmm. me perfectly at the right moment. 
it's really hard when you're doing it professionally or you're like, can I have another good idea? You don't have any process to trust. At least for me, it's, yeah. I mean, it's hard going off that. Yeah. And this is for anyone, not just, I think there's a stigma around like creatives, you know, these are people mm -hmm. who write, they write words, they write music, they, you know, create films. No, no, no. We're talking to anyone who has to create stuff because this also applies to people in, you know, a project manager job who right. have to consistently produce some kind of communication every week that actually captures people's attention <laughs> and mm -hmm. engages them, you know? So, um, the funny thing is the question about your hair, it actually randomly came before we hit record. We were having a conversation and that idea just literally, I looked at you and randomly I had this <laughs> idea like, Whoa, your hair is pretty long. Like what's your end game with that? And and so I wrote it down. I mean, you can see it right here on the paper. I He's immediately wrote it down because I was like, when we start recording, that would be a great intro question. <laughs> yeah. And that's the idea for today's podcast mm -hmm. is how can you have an actual system for capturing the ideas when they strike? That's so good. Yeah. So later when you need them, you have them. Mm -hmm. You're not relying on like, I hope I'm inspired. Right. Because you and I have been geeking out big time are you ready to be this vulnerable on the oh, we're talking about beebs we're talking about jay oh, yeah i'm ready <laughs> anyone who's a hater of justin bieber sign off now because we're going deep <laughs> i you and i are both musicians we love indie music and interesting stuff and we are afraid of being viewed as a sellout who only listens to pop music you know all these things yeah and so I'm always really nervous to tell anyone in my life that I like Justin Bieber. <laughs> you know what? I don't know what it was. Something around his Purpose album, something switched for me. Like I wasn't a big Biebs fan before then. And then now I just like really like Justin Bieber. Exactly. I think he's gotten so cool. Like, Same exact thing for me, right? Because everyone yeah. thinks of him as this like teeny bop kind of sensation. And his songs were very different when he oh, was a, sure. a little kid. Even now I don't like listening to the older stuff that I, much. I've never even heard a lot yeah. of the older stuff. But... Uh, his new stuff is a completely different so good. world. Okay. Gosh, this is going to be hard. We could talk I know. This, for two hours about this. might need to make this. Like, this whole podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we need a whole <laughs> Beeps be Belieber podcast. Okay. So first of all, he is an incredible musician. There is, mm -hmm. I, I feel like a, there's a demographic of pop stars who are actually really talented musicians. Right. And he's one of them. Would mm -hmm. you agree? For sure. And then the just the team that he has around him. One, they're incredible and you're listening to them, but also just being around people like that make you better. And I think that's what he's done mm. is surrounded himself by people that are just hmm. so talented on top of the talent that he already has. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, what's interesting to me as a person who tries to balance art and science every day, business and creative is a person like him, that's his whole life, mm -hmm. right? They have to sell stuff. They're in a business. They have due dates. They have right. accountability. They're not just a pure, pure creative who's out there just doing it to express himself. Mm -hmm. There are, you know, there's money and deadlines and business to be done. So he has to balance this weird mix of like being an artist who is be able to think and create freely and not be constrained by all those things. Right. And yet like also is constrained a by them, person. Right. Yeah. And I feel that tension on obviously like a tiny, tiny version of that. Mm -hmm. But what I do for work has to balance the two and what you do for work mm -hmm. has to balance the two. Right. So it's kind of fascinating to me to watch how they do that. Yeah. I've been, so a little bit about me, I'm one year into this business and 
I feel like that's a dance that I'm constantly trying to to figure out. I'm going to one extreme or the other. And so I'm fascinated just by like seeing how people are balancing and what you're doing, what people yeah. like Justin Bieber are doing. And you and I talk about this a lot, but the I just have a big heart for anyone who does anything creative out there who feels like a sellout when they mm-hmm. have to focus on the business side or the science side of it. Uh, I felt that imposter syndrome a ton yeah. in my life. And then I've got, I've grown to be more confident in it and actually kind of proud of it. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm proud of learning to balance the two because it's a really unique place where you can make a great impact in the world. Right. But if you're only, if I'm only trying to express myself and not get it out to the world, that's mm-hmm. not going to help anyone maybe a few people, if I'm only trying to, you know, be cutthroat business person, like then I'm not being true to the creative side. Right. So you and I have been geeking out on the documentary. Mm-hmm. There's a couple recent ones about Justin Bieber. Right. Like the YouTube series. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. And you called out one of the two things I wanted to talk about. One is his, his creative process mm-hmm. and the other is the team around him. Mm-hmm. So, I think what's fascinating is you think of creatives, you think of art and at least the typical thought out there or the, I don't know if you want to call it stigma. It's, it's like, well, they just have inspiration all the time Mm -hmm. and they just go in the studio and he just creates magic and it's just really easy. And his life is so easy. And I loved watching the documentary and seeing his process because it couldn't be, that couldn't be more of a lie. Mm -hmm. He actually has, all kinds of processes to kind of capture ideas. You know, if you wake up in the middle of the night with a song idea, write it down. Right. Um, have a backlog of different ideas we can try. And then in the studio, a whole process of writing with other people, failing a lot, trying mm-hmm. stuff that doesn't work. And even like the freedom they have to create together where they're not worried about it sounding good or looking weird. They yeah. just like try stuff and you see it in action. There's the, the one scene where him and Pooh Bear, one of his songwriters, is like his main songwriter. They're just kind of riffing back and forth like, oh, no, try this. Like, no, try this, try this. Mm-hmm. And I, I would feel very embarrassed, you know, trying. And they just try it until they find the right thing. Right. Like, there's a process to all of this. Yeah. Those uh, YouTube series are so good. We have been geeking out about them for real. Um, and like a couple of things that strike me about those, the, the documentary series is the, the way that that whole scene in the studio works is he really comes in with a whole process. You know, they have like some ideas or like Pooh Bear has been working on this song and then they go in stages. Mm-hmm. It's not like when they walk in, they're putting all the pressure to, to write like, you know, the next hit right mm-hmm. away. It's, they start with these ideas that they've come in ahead of time then they give each other the freedom to riff on it, like you're saying. And while they're doing that, they're not even, it's like they're thinking about the final song, but that, that final song's not what's driving that there. They're just going off each other, feeling energy, moving in a direction. And then they go through another refining process and they don't try to like make all of that one thing. Ugh, that's huge. That's something we've been working on a yeah. lot with greenhouse content is, we need space to just kind of play around Mm -hmm. and there's no, there's nothing on the hook. There's no need to like get the final product because again, as we're balancing business and art, it's everything feels, okay, we got an hour. We Mm got to produce this amazing thing. I got to write this great blog post. And, and those pressures almost sometimes pressure and deadlines can help creativity. Right. But I think sometimes you need space to just play around and let ideas come out naturally. That's such a good call out because um, I've been writing with a friend in the studio uh, the last couple weeks, 
and he made a note. He was like, the last few times we've been writing, it's been an hour and 15 minutes before we've really gotten like the uh-huh. the, the, the good vibes, the juices flow and the creativity. Yeah. And he's like, not to make a big deal about that, but it was a great call out because for, for us together, it was an hour and 15 minutes. Sometimes for myself, it's 45, yeah. whatever. But either way, it takes... That's like what we schedule a lot of things in hours. And that's before you ever get into even that second step we were talking about with Justin Bieber, where it's then you're riffing off of things. And then there's a whole nother refining process after that. Oh, yes. Yeah, time. And and so we rush things, especially, you know, I always have a heart for people in kind of corporate America Mm -hmm. situation, like the office setting, where if you create anything, again, even a... A weekly communication that needs to capture people's attention and inform them this you can't cram it in to the time when you need to both come up with ideas and produce an end result you need to create space and time schedule a block of time just for riffing just mm-hmm. for playing around with ideas letting the ideas come out and then a different time where you might refine it for the end product right but this we don't allow ourselves the time in the front end because it doesn't feel quote-unquote productive mm-hmm. And one thing I want to say with that, because I get that, you know, if I'm writing a song after work, it's different than if you're in a corporate setting. But when you allow that time, it doesn't have to take that time. If you finish it, if it's three hour time slot and you finish in an hour, then you have two hours that you can do for email and other things after that. But you have to allow that time because it maybe it does take that and it's worth it if that good idea or this next thing that whether it's, you know, saving money for a company, this great process or like if you're a creative delivering a product. Yeah. And so, yeah, I made the mistake this morning cause I was trying to write, um, actually part of this outline that mm-hmm. we're, that we're talking about right now. And I was writing kind of a blog post on it. And you talked about that ramp in time to get the juices uh, yeah. flowing. And there's real research on this too. It, you know, they call it the flow state sometimes mm-hmm. for athletes, like to get in the flow state, there's a ramp up time. And sometimes it can be a long time for me. It is, maybe a half hour or an hour till I'm really juices flowing right. in that flow state. And then there's a switch, they call it switching cost associated with um, switching modes. Mm-hmm. And the mistake I made was I was trying to write the blog post in the kitchen near my five-year-old who is clearly going to like, you know, butt in a few different times. <laughs> yeah, I knew that ahead of time. And so I got into the flow state and the words were just coming out and it was like, I was writing really well and then she butted in with a question and for me it actually broke Mm -hmm. me out of the flow state that switching cost it took like 20 more minutes just to answer a question and get back into the flow again I know this about myself I should have waited till I was at work and could have a quiet room for like Mm -hmm. an hour and so um I actually think that is a great great call out yeah i'm with you there my wife's different i can ask her a question and she has a much shorter switching state mm. but mine it's, is it's longer one two minute question could take 30 minutes yeah and I, it's weird but that's the way that it works oh, for me and that's it's worth so interesting noticing yeah yeah i'm the same it takes mm-hmm. me a longer time than other people around me yeah okay so <laughs> justin bieber the documentary because this is really <laughs> what we're here to talk about so bieber podcast <laughs> part this is part one. Part two, we'll get into my process. But uh-huh. uh, Justin had a lot of elements of his process. We're just touching on a few. Right. But the other thing was the people around him and his team. Mm-hmm. So say more about that. I think that any creative work 
is so valuable to be able to do it with people or even just have people around you that are doing similar stuff. I feel like there's so many times that you and I have a conversation that's just anecdotal passing and I'll like riff on that idea and it means a lot for me or I'm inspired by what you're doing. And so that's, I just think that we make each other better by sharing a common goal and working towards something. But then there's a whole nother side of when you're actually creating together. And so in in the documentary, they're writing together. And to me, there's so many great ideas that come when you've, you've got to have a shared goal. It's hard when you're too yeah. different to write together. And yeah. I, I think that's not always the best. Yeah. But when you're like similar enough, but different, if you give yourself the freedom to just, it's like a no judgment. We're just going to like throw stuff on the wall mm-hmm. and then we're going to refine later. There's so many cool things that, that come from your ideas or my idea and we can bounce off each other. The one thing that's really important to know with it is give yourself the time that if like Steve, you and I are working on mm-hmm. something and you have an idea that we can go down it because oh, I think too yeah. often we're in situations where we're like, oh, that's not going to work because of X or Y or Or we don't have time to go there. Mm -hmm. But you might lose the chance to explore something really great. And maybe you're right that that idea isn't isn't good. But what happens, I think, in those meetings when we shut it down right away is that person then is like shut down and all the future ideas that come with it and other people, like the energy in the room switches. Well, and you know, for Mm -hmm. music a bad idea can lead to a great idea sometimes. And you're just like, well, let's just try it. And it's terrible. But then something happens magically in the moment that's really good. And you and I both have spent a lot of time in recording studios and know Mm -hmm. that sometimes those little magical moments, it's like, whoa, what just happened? And the great thing is in a studio, you recorded it. So you all listen back and you're like, whoa, that was so cool what you just did, yeah. Joe. Let's do that. And if you that. try to recreate it, it's impossible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about and you that. see it in yeah. the documentary where some of the most, some of these major hit songs or some of the things about the songs that like the entire world loves mm-hmm. were totally haphazard mistakes in the oh, moment. Oh, for sure. <laughs> no one like, no one master plotted them out. It was um, like, it just happened and they're like, whoa, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. But to translate that to a work setting, um, meeting modes is calling mm-hmm. the mode of the meeting. Hey, this is a meeting just to brainstorm and get bad ideas out. All kinds of ideas. Some mm-hmm. of them are going to be terrible. We're not judging them. We're not calling them good or bad. We're not trying to solve. We're just like getting stuff out there. Right. Cause it can be so crippling when every meeting feels like I need to perform. I need to like, uh, judge if something's good or bad, right or wrong. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, you're right. It shuts people down from ever sharing anything. And then the flip side of it is there are meetings that just, you need a decision and you got to be aware of what's needed and then call it out and stick to it. I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I had this, uh, this comedian talked, I wish I could remember who it was, but this comedian set was telling the story much more funny than I will, but <laughs> Uh, it was kind of a proverb type of thing. Uh-huh. So this was this was how I captured it. Again, I captured it in the moment. I thought this would be a good thing to share at some point. Here I go. So the proverb was that there was a team and they were struggling and struggling to push a cart of stones up the hill. You know, this is whatever, back in the day. And the wheels were surprisingly square. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, think, you know, thousands of years ago and they had <laughs> these square, square wheels. wheels. I don't know. This is already failing. I think those are just called blocks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And somebody came around um, to this team, and they had round wheels with them, and they said, hey, do you want to use these? Mm -hmm. And the team said, oh, no, thanks. We're too busy. 
and kept trying to push it up with square wheels. Right. And and so he he made some hilarious point out of this, but for me I got thinking, I had to pause and go, "Whoa. Yes, that's exactly what happens here, yeah. right? Because we don't have time, quote unquote. We're too busy for um the process of thinking and creating and mm-hmm. ideating. And yet that's the very thing creating the time for thinking in the process for creating right. is what's going to allow us to do the end thing that we're trying to accomplish. Uh-huh. So I, I liked that metaphor a little I bit. I think that's so good because I think conversations like this are easy to write off as a quote unquote, like a creative process for like creatives. Yeah. Or it's like um, a waste of time or right. it's not a real work. It's yeah, not this, a real work. It's great if you're going to like make a song or something, but in my like business job, this doesn't work. But I think that call out of, I'm too busy for round wheels is important because I mean, we look at that and we're like, that's stupid. Like that would have been so much faster, but that process of creating, honestly, just having good ideas. Mm -hmm. Well, to your point about the team and Justin's team, Mm -hmm. again, the process of wasting a bunch of people's time to be in the room who don't really need to be there. Right. Right. That's like the way we'd classify it. But yet that's the magic because you have different personalities. It's the thing I love about teams Mm -hmm. is it's this picture of like, Hey, you're an arm. I'm a leg. You are a nose. You're an ear. And like everyone has their different gifts and skills they bring to it. But together then we form this like amazing unit that can function as a whole. Right. In a beautiful way that none of the individuals could, even someone as talented as Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. he can't do it by himself. No. He's actually way better because of that team. And I think that's why he's had that same team around him for years. Right. Because they've kind of gelled and they've figured out this process together. I think that's so good. And and also it wasn't like an infinite number of people in the room either. They good found point. that right thing. Cause I think in meetings you can go to the extreme of, it's just like yeah. what's easy and comfortable or it's like there's too many cooks in the kitchen. That's a good and, point. You know, yeah. And who's here for which things? You notice mm-hmm. in the documentary, sometimes it's just Justin and the engineer. Right. And no one else is allowed in. Sometimes it's those two and the songwriter. And uh, I think at the time of the documentary, Justin's wife, like because she also played a role in that too. And she was almost um, a supporter and encourager, an inspiration. She was a critic and could say, point mm-hmm. things out really bluntly right. <laughs> the way no one else could, you know? Um, but then sometimes it was just like the, the kind of project manager person right? <laughs> and like the dance coordinator, <laughs> swag coach. I love that he was like the swagger the swag coach. coach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's such a cool name. I want to be a swagger coach. I know. Sometimes I shy away from using the word intentional because I feel like it's a little overused at times, but Mm -hmm. so much of it does come back to the intentionality and awareness with a meeting or a writing session or whatever that first, like what you're saying, you're calling out the mode, you know what you're here for, and then you're you're intentional about who's in the room and knowing roles that people are coming to play. And that doesn't mean that you're completely typecasted into that, but it's, you're the arm, I'm the leg, this is how we're making up like the body. Oh. Okay, we could go forever, especially because we brought up the documentaries, but it is just so fascinating. I feel like I've been like yelling in the mic because I get so excited about that. I know. Freaking Justin Bieber. And something about the way documentaries show real life Mm -hmm. mixed with the like high mountaintop moments. Yeah. It gives so much perspective to, okay, there are these moments where someone like him is on stage shining bright for the world, you know, like Mm -hmm. in his zone, doing his thing 
screaming fans loving it, people in tears, like the whole emotional experience of that is a mountaintop moment. Mm -hmm. But the only way they got there, and you see it in the next scene, the very next scene, the music fades out and it's boring and it's dull and they're in the studio failing and like banging their head on the wall. Mm -hmm. And you see how the process like allows them to have those mountaintop moments. It's not just, oh, this is just something he magically does and none of us could ever do it. Right. I love it. It's so good. So I don't know. For me, I hope people listening are encouraged that um, if you create anything of any kind in your work, in your life, you can also have consistent inspiration and Mm -hmm. ideas if you have a process, which we're going to talk about in this next episode, part two, um, that, yeah, you might not be (laughs) like a a worldwide sensation pop star, but you um, can use the same types of approaches and processes Mm -hmm. to have... Uh, consistency in your inspiration and your ideas. So true. And one thing that I want to say, like before even the process, there's just so much that comes from being a good consumer. There is, we have so much information and so much at our fingertips at all the time. And yet I feel like for me, a lot of times I'm a bad consumer of it. You know, I'm yeah. just like mindless. And so <laughs> yeah. like, just, I guess it is honestly part of the process, but like the first step of just opening it up and like really consuming what I'm, the the inspiration that I'm taking in. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I don't even know how this is going to apply, mm-hmm. but just by actually really taking it in, it, it does a lot for me. Yeah, that's true. And then it creates so much freedom on the other side mm-hmm. to, you know, if you have some process around this, if you are taking stuff in regularly and, and documenting, it's like then in your day to day, you're freed up to do the other work you need to do, respond to needs of others and be present with people Versus feeling like you're on this hamster wheel of every right. day, I need to be creative and produce something amazing. You'll run dry. <laughs> yeah. I know, at least I have, for yeah. sure. Okay, well, on the next episode, let's talk a bit about your process and mine and get into the tactics. We'll dive right into the tactics of how does this look for us, uh, the process of it, so maybe you as a listener can get some ideas. Whether you're seeking clarity, making a big change, or growing into more of your gifts and abilities, everyone needs to know who's on their team. Our private community is exactly that, and people like you are joining every day. It's a place where you can take action to make a change, develop the goals and habits you know you need, learn from others that are in the same boat as you, and have accountability to follow through on your next steps. And hey, once you're in our free community, you'll see daily polls and weekly challenges to get you thinking, a list of curated courses for you to tap into at your own pace, and the opportunity to connect with our expert coaches to help you move forward towards your next right thing. Today is where your journey begins. Join our free community today at members.greenhouseculture.co. That's members.greenhouseculture.co. See you there.